Nah, hell no. Look, look, look. It don't, it don't cost nothing to show a nigga love. You feel me? You don't gotta be a hating ass nigga. You feel me? That's what I do. Even though hating ass you... niggas are oh damn nigga. That. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't think it was that loud. <laughs> that chair said. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, let me turn this mic down so you hear everything. Yeah, that chair, uh, that chair just worked two jobs and uh, got out of it. Nah, man, I'm talking about these damn uh, pics you keep making. I don't trust them. I think you was wrong, but it's cool. Hey, listen, hey, listen, man, like, hey, look, it's full transparency on this side. And if you like, you can go that go through all the uh, through all the what's it called, through all the uh, episodes, and just make sure you know double check my work. You feel me? Start the show. <laughs> I mean, you know, Big Keys just start the show for us. Start the shit. Play that shit, Big Keys. <laughs> play that shit, Keys. Welcome back to another episode of Business. Why you take so much longer? You right. take a baseless <laughs> banner. <laughs> Episode eighteen? Seventeen. Yeah, seventeen. Back with another episode. Seventeen. Back, yeah. We back, bitch. Yeah, yeah, bitch. What's going on, man? How's your week been? Um, it's been cool, man. My uh my foot starting to hurt. I don't know what's going on, my toe. Oh, you starting to hurt again, man. Gout, I even... gout flaring up. Yeah. <laughs> That's what I was thinking. I was like, man, is it is it the gout? Yeah. I don't know what it is, but it's hurting. I had to take yeah. my shoe off while I was driving today. Look, that chair, that chair, the, the same as you. Uh, broke, <laughs> broke down. <laughs> nah, man, for real, I woke up this morning. I was like, why my foot hurt? Like, it, it hurt for real. Like, yeah, real bad. But Damn. other than that, it's cool. I took a couple of losses this weekend in fantasy football. But yeah, yeah. It's a tough week for a lot of folks, man. You're not you're not alone. Um, but we'll get into that. Uh, some you got bigger sports. problems than fantasy football team. Uh, boy, yeah, we we'll sure get to do. that. We sure do, don't we? <laughs> <laughs> but uh, but yeah, yeah, man. Let's get it, let's get it kicked off with some uh, some NFL recap uh, as much as we can uh, without spoiling the the topic du jour. Uh, like I said, that's French. Man. Topic du jour. Yeah, that's French. Yeah, you don't know about that. All right, so we'll start out uh, with week five of the NFL season. Um, hey, hate to break it to you, Paul, but I was just telling you, man, you know, them picks from last week was a little suspect from you, dog. I don't believe it. I, I don't believe it because I thought I, I picked the Rams to win. Hey, bro. Yeah, I, I, hello? It's, yeah, it's all right here. It's all. I right picked here. the Rams to win. I thought the I thought the Falcons. I don't know what I picked with the Falcons. I well, thought the I thought I picked the Patriots to beat the Texans. Mm. I didn't do any of that. You sure? Uh, we both picked the Patriots to beat the Texans. Okay, I was just making sure. Okay, and I said the Vikings are going to beat the Lions. Uh, right? We both did. Okay, all right. I was just making let's, sure. Let's, let's go through it. Let's go through it. So Rams Seahawks. Rams beat the Seahawks twenty six seventeen. Uh, big story from that one is that Russell Wilson got hurt and uh, Geno Smith, the resurgence of Geno Smith, he's back. The resurgence. Uh, <laughs> yeah. uh, good luck next week, pal. 
Um, I mean, they got a cakewalk next week with the well, it's not a cakewalk, but yeah, I mean, what you talking about? No, no, it's over. Yeah. They not win next game. Don't disrespect yeah. us. All right, so yeah, Rams, Rams prevail 26-17. We got the Saturday Sunday morning game. Falcons beat the Jets in a snooze fest and a stinker. Um, yeah. we got the Patriots went down to Houston to handle business 25 to 22. That was a lot closer than it should have been. They were actually losing the whole game. Yep. The Patriots um, were. Yeah, they were. Um, Vikings over the Lions, 19-17. Um, look, Lions edged them out. Vikings lost on the last minute field goal. Um, it, you know, or not the Vikings, I'm sorry. The Vikings edged them out. The Lions lost on the last minute field goal. Uh, it was, I mean, it was Terrible week for field goal kickers all, you know, as a as a whole. Um, I mean. Fire everybody. Fire everybody. Mason hey Crosby. All of them. I don't understand why that man from Instagram destroying ain't, ain't on nobody roster. That man kicking, you know, 80-yard field goals. What are you like, talking about? Uh, this is dude. I'll send you, uh, I'll send you a, a, a Instagram post. This dude, his, his name is Destroying. And uh, he just goes around kicking field goals. Um, challenging like you know, like the top ranked college and high school kickers to kicking contest, and he's super athletic. Kind of reminds me of Marquette King a little bit. Um, and uh, yeah, he just you know he just been looking for a job. He's been publicly lobbying for a job with one of these. Well, NFL franchises. Well, let me ask you, since you're an ex football player, um, did y'all have like athletic punters and stuff like that? Like, did y'all ever? I thought back in the day they were like. Gronkowski, not Gronkowski, Gramatica and, and kickers like that. Like, no, you know, just little. Uh, I mean, in high school sports, it's a little different. So in high school sports, you usually your punter is not necessarily. I mean, it could be just a just a scrawny kid that used to play soccer, um, mm-hmm. but it can also be, you know, your your five star tight end as well. Um, it just really kind of depends on on what your makeup of your team is. So. There's a lot less uh, commonality with, you know, whether or not a, a punter is is athletic or um, or not. But mm-hmm. I know my sophomore and no, I'm sorry, my freshman and sophomore year of high school, our punter was a big dude named John Kinzer. He was a tight end and went to Virginia Tech. Um, he was our kicker. You know what I'm saying? But then, man, I just love plugging. And then, <laughs> after, and then after that, oh, I mean, I'm just trying to describe something. You know what I'm saying? And after that, there was like this uh, scrawny kid named Tyler Tucker, who uh, uh, he was like a pentathlete. Like he did, he did a ton of sports. Like during the spring, he played lacrosse, soccer, and uh, ran. Oh, uh, he played lacrosse, then he had to be like yeah. big. Uh, but he, no, he wasn't big at all. He was he was scrawny. That's the point. Oh, okay. Well, he was, just, he was just super athletic. He can do whatever. You know what I mean? So it kind of varies. But um, but yeah. Anyway, um, bad week for for kickers. Uh, where we leave off line. So let's go to the Eagles. Uh, came down to Charlotte and uh, came back and handled business uh, over the Panthers 21 to 18. Saints visited Washington, uh, beat them by 11, 33 to 22. Uh, Titans beat the hell out of the Jags 37 to 19. Can we fire this man already? Who, Urban? Yeah, can we fire uh, Urban? He, he, he out the spotlight. Um, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Next up, we got the uh, the Buccaneers laid the wood to the uh, to the Dolphins, forty five to seventeen at home. Uh, then we go to Bengals and Packers, and this was uh, as you alluded to uh, the Mason Crosby game. Um, I mean, that dude missed like three kicks. 
Missed three kicks. The other, the other, the other kicker, kicker celebrated. Thought he made the field goal, and yeah, but that shit hooked. So, <laughs> um, but uh, but yeah, so uh, they lost. I'm sorry, the the Bengals lost. Um, they should have won. They played the Packers. I just lost that shit. Oh, 25-22. Then the Steelers uh, at home handled business over the Broncos. Um, You guys got a little bit of, I mean, you know, you want to. Uh-oh. Damn sure do. All right. The league going to be in trouble. Our offensive line kicking in. And we running the ball. Mm-mm. Juju yeah. out for the season, but you know, we picked up Anthony Miller. Yeah. I don't know how that's gonna go, but that's more looks for Claypool and my boy Deontay. But if our offensive line can click and our defense can get healthy, we still ain't healthy yet. There's yeah, gonna I be saw, some problems. I huh? saw what's his name was back. Uh my main man, Devin Bush, he was back. Um, yeah, modest, modest one tackle. Um I mean he was he he played the other game, he was getting cooked. Yeah, um, he was getting cooked by like I forgot who was doing it, but I was like, "What are you doing out there?" He didn't look like he was ready. Yeah. But now I think we uh, we're gonna be we play good defense. They actually came back and we got an interception to end the game, but it should never been that close. That's a fact. Should never been uh, that close. Next up, distractions abound. We had uh, the Bears coming to Las <laughs> Vegas to take on the Raiders, and it was not. I repeat, was not a good performance. Um, uh, a little bit of news was was hot off the presses for the Raiders head coach John, Gr- well, former Raiders head coach John <laughs> Gruden, and uh, yeah, I-, I told you as soon as the story broke on, I think it was like Friday. I was like, yeah, man, my agenda activated now. We got to fire this man. Yeah, get him out of here. Uh, but we'll, we'll get into it. Uh, Bears beat the shit out of us, twenty nineteen. Man, get about a Dale Wally. What's up, man? I got him on two fantasy teams. He ain't doing nothing. What's up, with Derek Carr? That, that's the thing. Like they, they, it, it takes them too long to establish the run. They start out. They try to get cute and you know do a lot of the do a lot of the the long pass or not long passes, but those first down passes that are supposed to equate the long runs. And you know it, it's just not working out for them. Uh, defense kind of held as long as they could, but eventually the dam broke. I mean, I think the first six drives we had, we punted the ball away. Um, so we couldn't get anything going offensively. But again, um, you know, this seems to be an outlier in terms of them having the ability to put points on the board. I'm not necessarily concerned, um, you know, going into the, the, the latter parts of the season, I think our division is still kind of winnable um, with all that said, you know, cause the chiefs aren't who they, who, who, who we thought they were. The chargers are good now. Okay. Chargers are good. The Brown, the Broncos are not for real. I don't think. And they got a lot of injuries on the offensive side of the ball. That's going to, that's going to limit them. Later so y'all got, y'all got no excuses there. Huh? Y'all got no excuses, man. Sure. We got plenty of excuses. We got interim head coach. It's part of the agenda, brother. It's part I told of you. <laughs> No, because when I told you, I told you before the season started, I said Broncos gonna be better this year, and I said look out for the Chargers. She was like, I think the Raiders. I think the Raiders. I was like, all right, man, but I mean, still number two in the division, so whatever. Um, (laughs) Okay. Anyway, uh, then uh, the before mentioned Chargers uh, in a shootout uh, against the Browns, forty-seven to forty-two. That was a that was a high flying game. I mean, I think they had like. Four or five guys on each team that had motherfucking 25 points in fantasy. Uh, Nick Chubb led the day with 21, y- 21 carries for 161 yards. 
like nonsense. <laughs> they said they said the Bulls were the first team in NF history to score forty two points, zero turnovers, and still lose the game. <laughs> like, what are y'all doing? <laughs> yeah, too much, too much. Justin Herbert, four, uh, four touchdowns on the day. Uh, Sunshine I'm can sorry, throw that four, ball. Four, four passing touchdowns and one rushing touchdown. Um, so yeah, they 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 balled out, and then Austin Eckler just. Scored in the red zone, right? 17 for 66 yards, two touchdowns. Look, he scored three touchdowns in the fourth quarter. Mm. Mm. Ridiculous. Oh, yeah, yeah, that passing touchdown. I forgot about that. Um, Still but yeah, lost. Uh, Chargers continue to look good. Browns, I'm again, I'm their defense did not play well at all, uh, as evidenced by the score. Um, but you know, hey, the Browns put up points, man. What can you say? Uh, uh-huh. Next up, we got another beat down. Cowboys took on the Giants. The Giants lost. That was a bloodbath. Everybody. Um, Dab. <laughs> everybody worth mentioning. Um, Saquon rolled his ankle. It was about the size of a grapefruit um, when they took his shoe off. Daniel Jones got rocked and had to get assistance walking to the sideline, so he's out. Uh, the only bright spot was uh, last-minute waiver wire pickup. Kendarius Tony, uh, I didn't, I didn't play him. It was a tryout game, and I'm glad I. Well, I'm not glad I didn't play him because I could. I mean, I won anyway. But I, I you know, I, I could have used those points though. Um, and uh, he ended up. I hurt too. Yeah, he ended up getting banged up a little bit. Um, so I think he's questionable for next. Sprained ankle. Yeah. Um, and uh, he got ejected too for throwing a punch. You see the coach? You saw a judge was like, get the fuck off my field. Get the yeah. fuck out of here. I was like, yeah, you tripping. Yeah. Yeah. Try to sneak old dude with a helmet on. I was like, what are you doing? Like, yeah, he, he wilding. Um, but hopefully he's not. I don't I don't think I've seen any news of him getting suspended. I think no, he's not. No, he's not gonna get suspended. They just yeah. said he the team might suspend him, but they said it'll just be like an in-house discipline. So yeah, nah. probably missed the first quarter or some bullshit. Yeah. Um then we got uh Cardinals. Edging the uh, 49ers 17 to 10 at home. Uh, Trey Lance, uh, mediocre day. Uh, no touchdown he got hurt. interception. He got hurt. That's correct. Um, and then, uh, of course, Kyler Murray continued his, uh, his MVP campaign 22 for 31, 239 yards and a touchdown. Uh, I think we're quite, I think we're looking at quite possibly the best team in the NFL right now. Uh, Bro, what's, I mean, yeah, uh, Kyler Murray actually has a shoulder injury now, uh, so we'll see what happens with that. But they they looking unstoppable right now. For sure. Um, uh, next up, we had a Sunday night game. That was no, uh, another team looking unstoppable. Buddy, them, them Bills, they looking real unstoppable. Josh Allen just, just fucking niggas up. Uh, and, yeah, I mean, he – it's funny because he had kind of a, a a mediocre game as a passer, right? Fifteen for twenty six, three hundred. Yeah, but look how many yards he had. Yeah, three hundred fifteen yards. I mean, it was long passes to Emmanuel yeah. Sanders and shit like that. But uh, what really stands out on the stat sheet is eleven carries for fifty nine yards. But he was running all over him. Yeah, yeah. Look, uh, let me ask you. I hate the cake for the white man, but why does Lamar Jackson get? So much credit for everything. It'd be something so stupid and small. He gets credit for it. But if Josh Allen do it, everybody just ignore it. Uh, it's a seesaw because I think that in the beginning, people were really hard on Josh Allen. He was throwing a lot of interceptions when he first when he first got to the league. And mm-hmm. last year was really his breakout year. Like, you saw flashes in his rookie year. 
but last year was really his breakout year yeah and people expected it to continue this year and he hasn't disappointed now comparing that against what lamar was doing i mean lamar really came on the scene and and like it looked like they didn't have an answer for him right um yeah. but as teams kind of got used to to what his limitations might be you know yeah he's starting to get figured out a little bit and you're starting to see that where like i said it's a seesaw you know what i'm saying like you know yeah, but, but i'm saying like they didn't give josh no credit last year when he started when he broke out like he was killing last year and i was like other than just all that damn running he was doing better than lamar you see what i'm saying that's, that's what I, I just didn't get it yeah i mean the national media is late and obviously I mean, I don't know if this is like reverse racism or whatever. Like white people probably call it reverse racism, but um, it's really like, you know, it was so spectacular what Lamar was doing that Josh Allen is is overshadowed by that in the AFC at least. You know what I mean? But like, you know, I mean, the Bills playing a small, I mean, smallish market or small market, um, and the and the the Ravens are just outside of DC. So I mean, you know, take that for what you will, but. Um, I just feel like there's more there's more pub with with uh, Lamar Jackson because he's and, and, and the, yeah and to top it off Lamar had his Giannis game uh, Monday go ahead oh yeah Monday night uh, well I wanted well yeah, yeah, yeah Monday night so Monday night um, the Colts take a trip to Baltimore they lose to the Ravens 31-25 Carson Wentz actually had a really good game he did um, didn't throw any interceptions I think he did he fumble? I feel like he fumbled. But nah, he didn't fumble. Uh, nah, he didn't. He didn't have a turnover. I don't think. Okay. Um. But uh, <clears throat> 402 yards, two touchdowns. Um. He was spreading the ball all over the place. Um. Jonathan Taylor didn't really have much impact on the ground, but uh, he had three big receptions. Um. For 116 yards and a touch. So. Um. Yeah. Uh. Their leading. Their leading receiver from all indications. Yep. Uh. So yeah. I mean. Good, well-rounded game on their part. Uh, defense did an admirable job, you know, bending, not breaking. Um, yeah, he did fumble, by the way. Uh, oh, he did. Okay, I, I thought so. Um, uh, but, you know, in the end, the Ravens are too much. Um, I mean, 37-43, 442 yards, four touchdowns. I mean, it sounds like a pretty good game of quarterback to me. Now, if Lamar does this consistently, I would give him credit because he actually saw – Hey, maybe I shouldn't run all the fucking time. Because even when he did, he would fumble the ball. Also, 147 of those yards were to guess. Guess who? Oh, Mark Andrews. That's right. Uh, I told you. 11, 11 receptions. <laughs> I told you, man. I said, that, hey, that, that you got to throw punt. Uh, that mean that man was targeted at least 13, 14 times. Exactly. I, I told you. <laughs> he, either, he either throwing punts to Hollywood Brown or he yep. throwing it to Andrews. I told you. It's the and simple formula. And that's exactly what the formula was for the win today or on, on Monday. Marquise Brown had nine for 125 and two touchdowns. Um, and Lamar led the team in rushing six, 14 carries for 62 yards. So they shouldn't have fucking, they should have lost because old goggles from UGA missed the field goal. Sorry, uh, ass. Oh, Blankenship. Why yeah. Damn, dog. Why you hating on man? Blankenship? Because he's supposed to be the greatest kicker of all time for UGA. And then I'm looking up and he's just missing every field goal. I'm like, uh, that's, your, that's your UGA agenda. Yeah, yeah. I hate okay. UGA. You already know. Got you. Copy. All right, let's get into these predictions real quick. So next week, uh, or this week, uh, starting on Thursday, which is tomorrow, right? I'm losing. Yep. All right. 
Thursday, we got the Tampa Bay Buccaneers taking a, a trip up to Philadelphia to play the Eagles. I'm going Buccaneers. Who you got? Eagles. All right. So I'm putting the Bucks as my pick for I should, I should write this down. Right. So, I should write this I'm, down. I'm, I'm, I'm giving you an opportunity. You write it down. No, I'm going to believe you. If you write it down, I'll believe you. I'm typing it right here, dog. Like I wish right. I could show you. I wish I could show you the inside of my screen right now. You know what I'm saying? I'll uh, see you typing, but I got you. I mean, bucks is four letters, dog. How, how hard is that? Um, next up, we got the Sunday morning game. Dolphins Thanks. head to London to take on the trash ass. I'm going to Jags. So that's another one. Cool. See, now we're cooking with grease. I'm about to, I'm about to open it. I'm about to see. I'm about to, I'm about to just pull away. Um, next up, we got the Bengals taking on the Lions. Got the Bengals. Wait, where are you looking? Oh, you all off the thing. Okay. You said the Bengals and Lions? Yeah, the oh. Lions are at home. Bengals are at home. Oh, the Bengals. All right. Um, oh, one thing I didn't mention about this past line is the Lions in general. I mean, they're, they're they have no wins, but I mm-hmm. mean, that team be playing hard, you know. Yep, like, Dan Campbell out here crying, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? That team play hard. I, I want them to get a win, but it's just not gonna be this week. Um, <laughs> next up, we got the Packers going in Soldier Field to take on the, the Bears. I got the Packers, Packers, all right. Uh, next up, we got the Houston Texans headed to Indianapolis to take on the Colts. I got the Colts. Yeah, why are we even talking about them? Colts. All right. Okay, fair enough. Uh, then we got Kansas City going to Washington to take on the football team. Ooh, trap game, trap game. I know. This is the one that I thought would be a trap game, but ultimately, I'm picking the, the Chiefs. Wait, who picked between the Bills and Chiefs last game? Who was? Huh? One of us picked the other team. Uh, no, we did. I say Bills. We both picked the Bills. Oh, okay. All right, just making sure. Uh huh. Um. So, who you got? Chiefs over. Uh, uh, you said this is the Bills and I mean, no, this is the Chiefs and the Washington football. Team. Oh, yeah, this is. <sighs> Washington got a little bit of distraction himself. Bruce Allen. Nah, we'll get into it. Go ahead, though. It's not Bruce Allen. It's everybody. Uh, man, I'm going with the Chiefs. Uh, All right. Excellent. Uh, then we got the Chargers head to Baltimore to take on the, the Ravens. I got the Chargers. Chargers. All right. I got Chargers as well. Uh, LA Rams going to New York to take on the Giants. I got the LA Rams. Got them Rams. West Coast traveling to East Coast, a one o'clock game. You usually don't bet on the West Coast team, but <laughs> Giants. Y'all can't even beat us. Nice trash. All right. Um, then we got the Vikings coming down to Charlotte to take on the Panthers. I got the Vikings. Mm. Who you got? Man, it depends on if McCaff coming back. He he practiced. He's game time decision. Uh, let's go with the – I'll go with the Vikings. All right. Next. We both pick Vikings? Okay. Yeah, we both pick Vikings. Next, I got the Cardinals taking on the Browns at home. Or Browns Next. in Cleveland. I got the Cardinals. Yeah, Cardinals. Okay. All right. Then we got the Cowboys headed up to Foxborough to take on the Patriots. I got the Cowboys. Who you got? Yeah, I got the Cowgirls. Uh, All right. Next up, good. we got my Raiders headed to Mile High to play the Broncos. I'm picking my Raiders. Who you got? Oh, you still picking your Raiders even after all this? Yeah, for sure. Uh, I'm going to pick the Broncos. Okay. I just typed Raiders, by the way. Just. <laughs> 
right. You sure um, now? Yeah, because I typed it before you even said anything because I knew you weren't going to pick the Raiders because you're not a believer like me. You feel me? That's not true. I'm just realistic. Yeah, <laughs> I'm just realistic. Now, realistic this. Uh, we got the Seahawks coming to Heinz Field to take on the Steelers. Who you got? Man, you got to whoop that ass. If you got Geno Smith out here. Geno Smith headed back to the East Coast, baby. You got to beat that ass. You got right. You got right. Geno Smith better not come out here throwing that pill. All right, now. Look, Ben, ben look a little flabby and sick. Did he hurt his uh, throwing hand uh, last week? No, he can't hurt every play. Yeah, every play. yeah so right. who are you picking? No, I'm picking the Steelers. Okay, <laughs> I was going to make a shit. I just want to talk a little shit. Um, and then finally, Monday night, we got the Bills going to Tennessee to play the, the Titans. I'm picking the Bills in a route. Uh, yeah, I think the Bills might win that one too. Yes, sir. Oh, my Steelers is a Sunday night game. I just realized it. Yeah, 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 it's a Sunday night game. So. Uh yeah, so that about does it for football. Just a recap: I picked the Bucks, the Jags, and the Raiders. Those are the differences we had. Other otherwise, we uh we picked the same people. So there, have that. Take that. Take that. All right. Next up, speaking of niggas getting their ass beat, um, Wilder <laughs> Fury happened this weekend, and the only thing I'm gonna say about this is, uh, I mean, and I was telling you this throughout the night, but Wilder is not is not on he got outclassed and in each of his losses even in that even in that uh that draw draw that they had he was outclassed at every turn the the dangerous thing about wilder and while wilder why wilder will remain a dangerous boxer is because that right hand is deadly and he's so unorthodox that it comes from different angles like non-traditional angles Mm -hmm. and if he lands them shits he will knock you down uh, he knocked down. He's knocked Tyson Fury down more than any other boxer ever in the world. Um, you know, so there's something to be said for that. Uh, there's no shame in losing to Tyson Fury. However, he got his ass beat. And like looking, at, looking, at, looking at still screenshots of like his eyes throughout the throughout the night, man. Like you saw the meme. Oh, you boxing boxing. Yeah. <laughs> You know what I'm saying? Like it, it, it was, it was, it was a bad beat down. So, uh, so congrats, congrats to Tyson Fury. Also, um, it's, I mean, it's pretty apparent that Tyson Fury is the best heavyweight of this era. Uh, and, and when I say of this era, I mean, uh, uh, ever since the Klitschko brothers um, really became inactive uh, and ultimately retired, uh, Tyson Fury has been out here doing it. Even even though he's fluctuated in his weight and things of that nature, um, he been he been the top of the class when it comes to heavyweights for a long time. And you know, Deontay Wilder, uh, Anthony Joshua, who I think would still get knocked out by Deontay Wilder, by the way. Um, but you know, you think he'll beat? You think he beat? He win though? What? You think Wilder? Would, I mean, you say not. Uh, I guess you. Oh you're, yeah, you're I, think, I think yeah. Wilder would stop Joshua. No, no, no question from me um, about that. Uh, but uh, it's unfortunate that Deontay Wilder is not going to get his Anthony Joshua fight because he's lost to Tyson Fury twice now. Um, well, Tyson Fury, I think, and Tyson Fury and Anthony Joshua have already kind of come to terms that they are boxing. But since this third fight with Wilder had to happen. They had to push that back. So, um, well, well, I, I was going to say that this was my first time actually watching a whole fight with Deontay Wilder. And, like, everything you were telling me, like you say, he was unorthodox. When he was boxing, 
it looked like he was his first time doing it. It looked like right. he was his first time boxing. Right. And um, but as he has more than 30 professional fights. I think that's what I said. Yeah, he has 40. He has over 40 fights. And I'm sitting here like, this dude just must be all power because it looked it looked weird. Like he wasn't even protecting himself. He didn't have his hands up. Like right. even stuff that I knew as a boxer. I was like, right. dude's not protecting. He's just sitting, he's standing there with his hands low. And I know they always say keep your hands up. And he wasn't even doing that. And for and, some for somebody with his build, he sure does have a, a very, very average conditioning. Um, and he, uh, he's not really he's not really built to go the distance. I mean, I don't think any heavyweight truly is. But if there was anybody that I felt like could, you know, could could box in those later rounds, like if you, you know, if you got them against another heavyweight, it was Deontay Wilder because I'm like, OK, look, he got a skinny frame. You know what I mean? He's a big dude, but mm-hmm. like, you know, I feel like if he actually got with the trainer that that taught him the sweet science in terms of hey, s- score some points, use your reach advantage. Um, most of the times he does have a reach advantage. Other times he's got a definite quickness uh, and, and a really, really, really heavy right hand. So, you know, you you cultivate or you shape that 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 boxing strategy around his strengths. But, you know, but for him, it, it's that that's kind of like um, uh, Deontay Wilder is akin to Ben Simmons for boxing. Uh, when nah. I say that when I say that. I mean that there's there's things he does really well. He's a knockout artist, right? But there are things that you would wish he would improve on fight to fight that he has genuinely no interest in improving on. Conditioning being one and actually trying to score points is the other. Um, so you know, hey, when you when you when you dealt these kind of hands where you're where you're put up against the top of the top as far as your weight division goes um you know those glaring those glaring holes in your game really exposed themselves a la the playoffs last year where ben simmons was just passing up open yeah because but, he had confidence but, but i got the i got a better analogy i think you said it too so it, it it reminded me of like he's like you said the lamar jackson of boxing like he's all athleticism but he doesn't have you didn't say that I ain't say nothing about Lamar Jackson. See, oh, know, that was just me doing. Yeah. That was just me doing. My bad, my bad. Go ahead. Yeah, yeah. So, so he's like all athleticism, but he's not doing like the technical stuff that that would get him wins. Like, right. like you said, even when I was watching it after the third round, I was like, this dude's tired already. Like, what is he doing? He, he, like, he was literally tired. He, you could tell he was walking around like, all right, I don't want to fight no more. Um, it, it's, it, it reminded me of like a matchup between the Ravens and Steelers. You got athletic ass Ravens out here with Lamar Jackson, and you got fat Big Ben out here. And you want to say, you know, he's washed, he's unathletic, but he'll get the win against Lamar because Lamar is just relying on his athleticism with no technicality. Right. What's up? Why, no, why are you looking like that? No, I'm just here to scream. I'm doing something. Yeah. Okay, but yeah, I mean, because like I, I saw him, the announcer was like, oh, he's like he's trying to get some points early on. Uh, like he was, he was just trying to like take them body shots, but it looked awkward when he was doing it. I was like, he's not used to this at all. Right, he's, he's and, and and that's that you can't you can't just start to work on that on fight night, right? Yeah. Like your whole training camp has to be devoted to 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 establishing that that type of strategy if you're gonna implore it, you know, during the fight. So you know, to, to your point, 
it looks like he literally, they were literally in the dressing room like, hey, we're going to switch it up a little bit. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I'm going to call an annexation of Puerto Rico real quick. You know what I'm saying? And we're going we gonna, to we gonna switch up the strategy. Like, it just seems that he was ill-prepared for this. And it's, it's sad, but, you know, hey, look, that man, that man got a lot of money. He, uh, he's, he, he's accomplished what he set out to accomplish when he got involved in boxing anyway. I know I was telling you about his story a little bit before the fight started. Um, you know, he, he, only, he only really started boxing because he needed a, a way to pay the bills because his daughter had spina bifida, um, which is like a debilitating disease. So he needed money to, to pay for her treatments. And that's the only reason why he, he actually started boxing um, and turned pro. But, I mean, if you look at Deontay Wilder, you look at him, and, I mean, I, I don't know if you've ever seen any clips of him playing basketball, but he's good at that too. Like, he's one of them niggas that's built like that, that's good at whatever sport you put him in. You know what I'm saying? So he grew up in Tuscaloosa. I'm sure he had an opportunity to go to Alabama and do something. You know what I mean? Yeah. But, you know, for whatever reason, it didn't work out. Uh, not, not, not to, not, to, not to, no John Gruden, but you know, maybe, <laughs> maybe he didn't have the grades. I don't know, but uh, <laughs> I don't think that would matter. But I mean, I, I don't know. It was just, I was kind of, I gotta say, I was, I was kind of embarrassed for him. Like, he was, he was all out there by himself. He couldn't do anything. Like, Fury, like, he was at, on the second knockdown where Fury, uh, when Wilder knocked down Fury, the refs did count extremely slow, but. Fury got back up, and I think that took a lot of confidence out of uh, Wilder too. Oh, for sure. Um, for like sure. he keep he keep knocking him down. He just keep getting back up. Yep. So I mean, I, I of course everyone wants the black guy to win, but he just can't beat Fury, bro. He just can't beat this man. Yeah. No, nah, Fury is the best heavyweight in the game right now, bar none. There's not another one fucking with Fury. Um, and I, I, I told you, I was like, this man ain't even taking this fight serious. He coming out here with his 300 costume on. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Nah, he, he, he definitely a goofball. Let's, <laughs> let's, let's, let's transition into our next segment. This is called... You're off base. <laughs> I thought it was order off base. Yeah, and uh, this week we got a couple big topics, so... I, you know, I kind of wanted to breeze past Wilder Fury. I didn't, didn't want to talk about that that much longer. <laughs> they got his ass beat. Okay, next. We got, let's start with John Gruden. I think that's that's going to be. Oh, uh, hey, man. So, so hey, man. <laughs> hey, knock, knock, knock on wood if you're with me. <laughs> um, He got in some trouble this weekend. Uh, and and I, I would, I would argue he caught a stray. Um, but if you, if, and and really, this is all Bruce Allen's fault. So Friday, I was I was I was sitting. Around. No, this is white privilege. This is yeah, this is white yeah, privilege. This, this, this is Bruce Allen's fault all the way. <laughs> um, but I'm I'm chilling on a Friday night. You know what I'm saying? Smoking a little weed. You know what I'm saying? Watching a little Netflix. You know what I mean? And then something come across my Twitter timeline. It's like, yo, breaking news. John Gruden said D. Maurice Smith got monkey lip. Okay, not monkey lip. <laughs> But Michelin, Michelin tire lips in an email to Bruce Allen. So, you know, me, I'm like, huh, not surprising. Let's see where this goes, right? Uh, and and I think I I think I conveyed that to you. You know what I'm saying? I'm like, ah, I'm not surprised, but you know, a little racism, yeah, it's cool, yeah, whatever. A little, little bit of racism, you know. Yeah. We're, gonna, we're gonna see where this lands, right? Hey man, I call all liars tire yeah. lips. Um, and just a little background, if you don't know how John Gruden's 
message got intercepted. And I think this is a big part that a lot of people are missing in the discussion of this is that the Washington football team is undergoing an investigation <laughs> because they have a toxic workplace. Um, before, uh, before last season, when they, they finally decided to change their name in another effort to distract from this ongoing investigation, um, <clears throat> uh, they, they had some hot, they, they, they were in some hot water. They had uh, numerous women that worked in the organization come out and say that Dan Snyder was inappropriate. It was a toxic workplace. There were front office people that, that engaged in an inappropriate workplace behavior. Is this the same situation as um, them sharing the topless cheerleader pics? Okay, well, that's part of this investigation. Okay, okay, okay. But that actually stems off of something that happened a couple of years ago where it was it was reported that the Dan Snyder and presumably Bruce Allen had actually um, would charter like yachts and stuff like that in South America where they were bring cheerleaders uh, kind of in the vein of escorts, if you will, right? They will bring season ticket holders uh, and, and sponsors down on a little, you know, little debauchery cruises, right? They would take these girls' passports so that they couldn't go nowhere while when, they, when they were on the ship. And, you know, they were subjected to just basically being, you know, meat on those old man, old pervy, horny cruises. Um, isn't that sort of like, isn't that technically kidnapping? I don't know. It's gray area. So, um, but oh. that's, that's, that's part of the history and why they're having this investigation to begin with in the course of, during the course of this investigation, there were some, there were some emails from John Gruden when he was an employee at ESPN. And, uh, and it hasn't been reported that he sent these from an ESPN email address. The only reason why they have these is because Bruce Allen because he was well, the only reason why they have these is because John Gruden emailed Bruce Allen at his Washington football team uh, domain, and that was up for grabs in, during the course of this investigation. So this is probably his work email, though. This is probably his work email. Uh, I mean, you know, I wouldn't doubt it. You know what I'm saying? But you know, again, that speaks to that privilege. Um, that you you would think that that'd be okay to send to a work, through a work email. I can only imagine what the group, I can only imagine what the group chat's like, right? Because, um, because yeah, it, even uh, some of those emails uh, where they were exchanging pictures of topless um, cheerleaders and shit like that, um, you know, there were other CEOs from like Hooters and other uh, Fortune 500 companies that were included in those threads as well. So, um, <clears throat> yeah, there's a lot of emails still to come. Uh, and then, you know, again, when I heard this news, um, I think I listened to Bomani's show on Friday and he was just saying, yeah, I got it on good authority that this ain't the only, you know, obviously they got 650,000 emails. Of course, yeah. They, uh, I think today they're saying that they're, uh, yeah, they said that they need to release all the, oh, okay. All right. Yeah. So, so, um, so there's plenty more to come, but he alluded to the fact that, you know, he knew some people that knew some people. And that this wasn't over. So I was like, oh, let me sit back and, and, and see what else comes out. Well, Sunday during the day, John Gruden, yeah, it's getting a little John spicy. Gruden coached his, uh, his Raiders team to an L. To an and, L, big L. And, you know, of course, you know, after the game, people wanted to ask about it. You know, all the players were given no comments or, 
you know, you know, things like that. John Gruden said, I don't got a racist bone in my body. <laughs> you know, that 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 hey, man, <laughs> who's racist? Yeah, that that oldie but goodie, right? So, you know, he said he didn't have a racist bone in his body and that he said he's sorry. He tried to explain that, you know, uh dumb more ass is how he spelled the more he spelled nothing right <laughs> the more no he did it on purpose it was like childish and a lot of it was like sophomore humor it was like dumb or ass um smith um has michelin lips right M- the lips as big as michelin tires, michelin tires. I, believe, I believe come on that. man like come and, on and, man. That, and i mean and that that's a real old unique type of racism right yeah like, like you know you couldn't even think of anything better than that that's that's why I, that's how I know it's like deep rooted. But at any rate, he tried to explain it away and said, oh, I was calling them rubber lips. I call anybody that I call anybody oh, liars. That. No, I call liars. Yeah, I call liars <laughs> rubber lips. Why you, so why you say Michelin tires? <laughs> right, exactly. So so we all looking around like, oh, this nigga think we stupid. Um, exactly. You know what I'm saying? Like, and, and in fact, like there was. There was a, some moments during that press where I was like, "Oh, I'm sorry, I messed that up." But one leg, you know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> I don't want to hear that shit. And then, man, I was like, "Come on, now, who gonna believe this shit?" As he started, as he started to to really like get into his explanation, I mean, I just gave. I'm over- so disgusted. I'm disgusted with it. I'm so disgusted. I'm so damn disgusted. And and then you know, finally, you know, when you know the. The, the news breaks on uh, Sunday night. And this is the interesting fact, right? So <clears throat> you had, you know, you know, you had a lot of this, you know, kind of subside a little bit after the Raiders game. And then boom, Sunday night football, the hammer drops, right? Yep, here we go. He got, he got, he got homophobia in there. Uh, talking about Michael Sam, he got misogyny in yeah, there. Yeah, misogyny. Talking, talking about, about them, talking about not only talking about the female coaches and refs, but also talking you know, with the with the, the the topless cheerleaders. And then, um, what else did he say? I feel like there was one other big. Oh thing. no, he, he was talking about uh, people should get fired for kneeling during the anthem. Oh, yeah, that's it, right? Yep. Yeah, some, some more racism. Oh, oh, and yeah, not having a. He said teams shouldn't be forced to have gay players on their team yep. and. Talking about uh, Michael Sam's. He tried, he tried to bring up Jeff Fisher. And, Je- and look, Jeff, Jeff Fisher was like, oh, no, I got to put out a statement because this is ridiculous. Like, <laughs> I didn't see that. He put a statement out. Yeah, Jeff Fisher. That, Jeff Fisher hit that knee like, now why am I in it? Um, <laughs> I didn't know he said so much. Yeah, hold on. I'm going to read Jeff Fisher's statement because I thought it was funny. Hey, Nate, say something. Yep. Uh, it's funny. Uh, the Dragonfly Jones. Shout out to Dragonfly Jones and the Jenkins and Jones podcast. Um, he said on Twitter, he said, Mr. Eight and eight said, I ain't in it. No, sir. Uh, this is, this is his, uh, this is his statement. Michael Sam was the sec co-defensive player of the year in 2013. And we selected him in the 2014 NFL draft based on his defensive production and pass rushing skill set on the field as a head coach for over 20 years, we drafted or didn't draft players, uh, based on a variety of qualities, their sexual orientation would never and should never play a part in the decision-making process. I continue to support Michael in his decision to come out as the first draft eligible openly gay player in the league. It took courage to serve as a role model for those competitive football players who may uh, also happen to be gay. Lastly, the NFL never encouraged me or discouraged me from regarding, uh, I'm sorry, 
The NFL never encouraged me or discouraged me regarding the selection of a potential prospect. That's Jeff Fitcher. Um, and that brings up an interesting point, right? Because um, Carl Nassib had actually been signed to the Raiders for like 15 months before he came out. So that puts him in an awkward position with him as well. Uh, uh, you know, in addition to the bunch of black players on his team, like I think Yannick Ngakwe was the, the notable guy who was like, yeah, no comment. I'm not even, yeah. but he was mm-hmm. like visibly like upset. And so that's how I know that it, it must've affected uh, that team's morale and, and, and how, how they got down on Sunday. Well, but I seen you. Go ahead. Uh, no, I was gonna say I seen you. They were talking about your boy Josh Jacobs over here. Is like, man, I seen him as a father figure. I'm just so shocked. I was like, what? Yeah, yeah <laughs> what? I mean, and that's the thing. That's the that's the thing about coaching is because, especially when you're talking about coaching football, like black kids are conditioned to view their head coaches or their position group coaches as like father figures, so to mm-hmm. speak. Um, and they and they position themselves that way when they go sit on your couch to recruit you to go play college ball. Um, and, you know, for a young player like Josh Jacobs, who's only been in the league for three years, like, yeah, you know what I'm saying? That, that, that must've come to a, uh, come as a shock to the system. Sucks. You know that what sucks. I'm saying? But the average person is like, eh, you know what I'm saying? Like we, we, you know, we kind of, we kind of, expect this yeah i was gonna say i'm not i'm not surprised i was like oh okay yeah we we expect this from any straight white man really uh when it comes to you know when it comes to this schism uh so this schism now 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 all i can really think about is like you know john gruden in the monday night football booth you know what i'm saying seeing colin kaepernick not saying nothing uh publicly but seeing colin kaepernick kneel and, and thinking like, hey man, they're like, get that nigga f- out of here. You know what I'm saying? Like, oh, I- <laughs> that video used to be said, <laughs> not in front of my niggers. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? So, like, Bruh. it's it's tough. And and oh, one more thing, Mike Tarico. Here we go. You you already knew what was going on. Tony Dungy, you got you got put into a spot. With that, with that lightning delay on my, on Sunday night, right? You got mm-hmm. put into a spot. You got to fill time. You got to talk about this. Mike Tarico talk about, oh, uh, if there was some racism, me no see none. Uh, and then Tony Dungy like, I've known John. I work with John. I I can't imagine he he did yeah, this on purpose, man. You know what I'm saying? And you know, to them, I say. Shut the fuck up. You know what I'm saying? Like, you, like, and, and the noticeably absent person from that shot. And I breeze. I tweeted it before, you know, like Bomani talked about it on his podcast, shit like that. I tweeted, I was like, Drew Breeze was probably sitting down at the edge of that 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 <laughs> desk, like praying they didn't go to a three shot, right? Yeah, exactly. Cause you already know how you feel about it. They was lighting his ass up last year. Right, exactly. So you know what I'm saying? Like he had, he had to sit that one out. But uh, all in all, you know, the resolution is John John Gruden resigned. Uh, we're out. The Raiders organization is out from under. Uh, I'm sure they'll come to a settlement, but they're out from under the worst coaching contract that's ever been signed in any level of professional sport. I'll tell you what, 
ain't nobody else gonna get that contract no more either. Now, Hell 10 no. years, Hell no. especially if some more of these emails come out. Hell well, no. you know, you know, when uh, when your owner gotta come out here, gotta come out here and talk listen, to you. Listen, they somebody leaked the uh, the Wall Street Journal joint, and Mark Davis was like, Oh, a little racism, hmm, okay, maybe we can, yeah, okay, the, we'll let that shit ride. Maybe we can weather the storm. <laughs> oh, more, more racism. Plus, plus, <laughs> I think Adam. I think Adam Schefter kind of summed it up. He said that man ran the gambit of offending people. <laughs> he said, "Oh, more racism! It's more racism! More racism! Some of, that, some of that! Some of that phobia! Mm, some of some of that misogyny!" He said, "Oh, it's more of that. You got more." <laughs> Not today, Mister White Man. And, oh man, that's and, funny. That's some a, funny shit. Yeah, and essentially, you know, he had to make that decision. You know what I'm saying? Like he came into the facility with to go find John Gruden. Like, hey, bro, you out here wigging? We gotta, we gotta come to an agreement. But it, it's you're, 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 you're basically you're. Oh, oh man. <laughs> uh, yeah, uh, he's off base. Uh, next up, we got Kyrie Irving. Kyrie Irving. So, the Nets, uh, as we know, Ky- we should name, we should rename this segment as like the Kyrie Irving School of of fuckery. You know what I'm saying? The stupid nigga um, but, segment. Like, like the Kyrie Irving dumb nigga award. D- smart, <laughs> smart dumb nigga award. That's what we should name this shit to. But uh, but anyway, so um, the Nets decided that they will no longer accommodate somebody who so willingly uh just you know don't want to don't want to play by the rules 96 percent of the uh of the players in the nba are vaccinated there's only a few holdouts and Kyrie happens to be one of them they made they 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 bribed the city of new york uh allegedly not allegedly i'm, I'm not you know what i'm not slandering nobody i'm saying they they reached an agreement <laughs> With New York to uh, designate the Nets practice facility as an office building, which helped them curtail the the vaccine requirements for that municipality. Uh, but on October, man, all these big words. On October twelfth, the Nets released the Nets released a statement. The following statement has been released by General uh, General Manager Sean Marks. Given the involving nature of the situation, after thorough deliberation, we have decided Kyrie Irving will not play or practice with the team until he is eligible to be a full participant. Kyrie has made the personal choice, and we respect his individual right to choose. Currently, the choice restricts his ability to be a full-time member of the team, and we will not permit any member of our team to participate with part-time availability. It is imperative that we continue to build chemistry as a team and remain true to our long-established values of togetherness and sacrifice. Our championship goals for the season have not changed, and and to achieve these goals, each member of the organization must pull in the same direction. We are excited for the start of the season Bluetooth and look forward. Disconnected. Bluetooth connected. Bluetooth connected. Dang. Bluetooth disconnected and connected in the middle of the show. What's going on? It's here? you, ain't it? I know it is. Um, but uh, but yeah, and uh, we hope that uh, we can make the borough of Brooklyn proud. So nope. um, the Nets, the Nets are tired of his shit. Thoughts? Um, you didn't get the the new news before we got on. Oh no, we got breaking news. Oh damn, I, I lost my breaking news. Uh, yep, we got go breaking news. <laughs> they said they are no longer giving him an extension. Did you get that? Hold on, they're no longer giving him an extension. 
He's no longer getting an extension. Oh, he's man. done. I, I cannot wait till they trade this nigga. He's done, bro. He, he is done. Oh, I, th- I thought you had seen it. I guess you didn't hear from me. It happened like maybe two hours ago. They was like, yep, they're not giving him no extension. Nope, it's over. And you know what that man. means, too. If they said it, that means KD agreed, too. <laughs> uh, Yeah, probably. But, I mean, ultimately, yeah. Uh, yeah, KD probably, you know, hey, that's his boy. Kyrie's the one that, that orchestrated this move to Brooklyn in the first place. Yep. You know, he's probably in a tough spot because he's not going to publicly talk shit about Kyrie. But behind the scenes, I, I can, I can, oh yeah, I see it right here. Uh, yeah. Boom. Nets won't offer Kyrie Irving 186. It's over, bro. It's over. Amid his contract. And, and, and this dumb act, like he, okay, so. It's one thing to take a stand for for what you believe in, right? Right. But mm-hmm. he's changed it up so much that oh, now I'm trying to be a voice for the voiceless. I want, I want to to represent for the people who uh, are against mask mandates and vaccination mandates in a workplace and losing their jobs for it. The only the only thing is is that he's not actually saying nothing. Yeah, he's not saying anything. That's what what's the name said. Yeah, a lot of the shit that's coming out. Uh, about him is like via anonymous source and shit like that so you know like at the end of the day Kyrie like like you've 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 made your point right um now it's time for you to catch up with everybody else either you're gonna get down or you're gonna lay down and it seems he he's chose to lay down now there's still time for my man to get a to get the vaccine and maybe maybe he can move on the other direction but at this rate it doesn't look like he is. And if he's willing he's, to if he's willing to to, you know, uh, you know, end his NBA career because he, he don't want to be a quote sheep, you know, cool. But otherwise, like that's it. You know, what I'm what, like, what did you see the thing? I never knew the thing he was following, saying that the covid vaccine will give you like a, the key to the devil and that's why he won't take it no nah, he's like, talking about moderna the chip uploads and stuff yeah 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 shit like that i mean yeah we discussed that last week or week before last i think but like it, it, it you know it's nonsensical shit that doesn't even deserve any kind of uh uh critical thought or analysis because it's just nonsensical bullshit he's letting essentially Kyrie is letting youtube ruin his career yep point blank period he letting youtube and memes ruin his career and yep. hey look you hate to see it but you know hey look if i if i'm if i'm anybody like a nets fan or anything like that get that nigger out of here for real like you got i'm seriously I'm, I'm talking about like come on now why are you acting like this like at some point you you keep thinking you're some martyr but you you're just an idiot like you you're seriously an idiot like you're the only one doing this you see well, like you said your boy out, andrew huh i was gonna say he going outside you know what I'm yeah like, come on, like the $380,000 you're going to miss out a game didn't hurt you enough? That wasn't enough? Mm-mm, try $128 million in them. Bang. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> hey, that ain't, that ain't get you talking. And, and, and who knows, right? That breaking news might be a, a public uh, a public negotiation tactic, right? Hey, we're not going to extend you because you don't want to play ball. Oh, word? Cool. You, don't want, you still don't want to play ball? Okay. Now we're going to trade you. You know what I'm saying? Like, but the thing is, is that, all right, so if I'm not mistaken, the vaccine mandate only applies to 
the home team and yeah, the home team. Yeah. So you have so to be, if you're a visiting yeah. team and you're unvaccinated, you'll be able to play, yep. uh, you know, in New York. So it definitely limits, it definitely prevents him from going to the net or the Knicks, obviously, but I don't mm-hmm. know would have him. Uh, but you know, it, it doesn't prevent him from signing with another team. The only thing is, is that I don't know any other NBA team where this bullshit really going to fly like that. You know what I'm saying? Like, if he can't make it work with the Nets, who, you know, has every incentive to, to you know, negotiate, meet him halfway, like, you know, at the end of the day, if he's not going to get with the program, again, like you said, like, like the Sean Mark said in his statement, his personal choice is costing him this much. This is what his personal choice is costing him. I thought he was – I thought they were going to fold. I thought Brooklyn was going to fall and be like, nah, we're going to let him play. But nope, nah. they said, hell no. Sit your ass down. That sets a bad precedent, especially yeah. somebody that only plays half the season anyway. You know what I'm saying? Like, like why are we making all these, why are we making all these assuasions for, for you and you, you barely available as it is? You hurt all the time. Like, th- if, you, if you ask me for the Nets, this is an easy out. Yep, it is. It's a real easy out because not only is he a trade asset, like, I mean, yeah, Kyrie can big boy it and say, like, oh, well, I'm going to retire if y'all trade me, blah, blah, blah. But at the end of the day, like, he needs the league more than the league need him. Yep. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So, he, about so, to, he, he about to discover how in, uh, how disposable he is as, uh, as a basketball player. Now, don't get me wrong. Kyrie Irving, and I, I want to make this clear, because Kyrie Irving does a lot of good, right? Like, he does a, a ton of good work. He's, I think he's well-meaning and things like that, but he's stupid on this. Oh yeah. Yeah. There's no way around this. Like, why are you doing this? Like, why are you, you trying to outsmart everybody? And they're like, what are you talking about? Kyrie, what are you doing? Like, seriously, like, like, like you said, Katie came to Brooklyn to play with you, like came to play with you. And what, so, and what made it bad? Kyrie thinks the Nets need him. Like we got James Harden. We don't need you. <laughs> and we, we don't use, need you. And we can use some depth. We could trade you. Exactly. You know he told he gonna retire. Retire. We gonna get what we need. <laughs> okay. Go play with the Harlem Globe. Oh, you Harlem Globe Trotters in New York. You can't even play with them. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, I mean, you know, hey, it's up for him. So, so um, like I said before, like at what point are we gonna say Kyrie is a cancer? Because I've been saying, you know, I've been saying it for a long. I'm like Kyrie's a cancer. And they'd be like, oh, it's LeBron. LeBron scared Kyrie. I'm like, Kyrie. I really don't, just Kyrie. I really don't like to, to traffic in those kind of narratives because, like, I mean, we don't know. Like, I mean, we don't know what the locker room's like. I mean, it, it seems like it seems like his teammates love him, but he's like, like me, he's, you know, we're just like, hey, look, you stupid. You, you but but manager, after even doing the preseason of Kyrie's first year, what was that, last year or the year before, whatever it was. They were already talking like management is tired of Kyrie's mood swings and the way he's been acting. I was like, damn, he yeah, hasn't been here. Out, that came out early. Yeah. I yeah. Yeah. They were already tired of it. They was like, oh, this yeah. man then, tripping. Oh, and that's when he started to have that adversarial type thing with the media where he's like, well, if I don't want to talk to you, I don't have to talk to you. Blah, 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 blah. And I'm like, why do right, you right, swear he just, hey, that's my job. privacy? Like, you, yeah. you know what you're doing, right? You're, you're causing attention to you. Yeah, I, I just think he's he's not um he's he, he's he's beloved by his teammates, but he's not a team player. Yeah, exactly. He's not a team player at all. Like, I mean, right. whatever. I mean, but like yeah, we, LeBron we, we, we finally just, 
LeBron is just saying, y'all finally realize it wasn't me. Yeah, it's right. It's right. <laughs> it wasn't me. So but LeBron, but LeBron classy. He ain't gonna he ain't gonna say nothing. Um, nah, I ain't gonna say. I want to see what happens yeah. after he retires, though. All right, let's wrap that up. We uh let's move on to music real quick. So uh nothing really big in music uh this week. Um currency released uh, another project. Um this one uh was still stoned on ocean. It was yeah. almost the second half. Yeah, pretty much. Um it was it was mostly produced by actually it was entirely produced by Sm- it- Smitty Beats. Oh, I thought it was cool and Dre. Oh, that might nah. be something else there. Yeah, I think he might be working on he's actually working on something with JD. I'm interested in, in yeah, that's what I meant to say. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. coming out. But he that, said he got like three more projects coming out this year. Oh, damn, here you go. Yeah, it's a little bit of it. Yeah. He's still saying it, huh? Getting like a shock, but it's a car. I'm more like a mafia boss, then I'm like a star. I don't sip lean, I double cups, but I smoke green in my double log. You see my roof, thank your lucky stars. But um, but yeah, I definitely, I definitely enjoyed this uh, first listen. I listened to it a couple times since it came out. Um, and uh, yeah, it's it's a it's a solid project. Typical uh, currency tape. I mean, yeah, exactly. A typical ter- currency tape. Um, some of the. Uh, the production was really good on this. Like, don't don't get me don't get it twisted. I think the production is like the highlight. Like that's why he does so many tapes uh, and maybe repeat so many lines because I think he knows that his fans enjoy hearing him over different production. Like, of course, mm-hmm. his fans have favorites, right? Like Currency and Harry Fraud, Currency, yeah, yeah, and Cardo, uh, you know, Traumatone, like like those guys that he works with, uh, Sledrin. You know what I'm saying? Like. Those guys that he started out with working with, um, and and really, you know, like I said, typical currency project, top to bottom, really good. Um, got a Fendi P, Jim Jones. He always got Fendi P somewhere on there. Um, yeah, I was surprised when I saw Jim Jones on there. I, I didn't listen to the project, but I I saw the track list and I was like, oh, Jimmy's on here. Okay, yeah. so uh, um, yeah, I, that's that's really the only album of interest for me that came out. Uh, I listen. I listened to Don Tolliver, but I I listened to it while I drove uh, to work. Uh-huh. Um, and I don't know what the fuck he be saying half the time with his auto tune. Like you know, right. they they say he's in his own lane, but I'm like it sounds like he's just biting off Travis Scott. But whatever, who knows? Yeah, that's heard, just me. I heard a mm-hmm. little bit of. I think Joe Button played uh, Don Tolliver's sleeper on um on a on a podcast episode today. Um, I, you know, Don Tolliver is not really my bag. You know what I'm saying? Like, and I mean, it, it, like you said, I mean, you got Travis Scott feature on here. So, yeah, I mean, he actually has two Travis Scott features on here. So, you know, it kind of sounds. All the songs sounded the same. Like, yeah. if I didn't look at when the, when there was a new song, I wouldn't have known the change. The song had changed because it's all it's all I'm the a, same. I'm gonna just play a random joint off of here. This, this is called Get Throw. This is Don Tolliver. This is off his new album, Life of a Don. Go cop that. Well, maybe not. We'll see. <laughs> you say, oh, maybe not. You gotta let the beat drop. Damn, hurry up. Shotty, get thawed off in my bed. Shotty, get thawed off with that head. Shotty, get thawed off in that red. Shotty, get thawed off in my bed. Shotty, get thawed off with that red. 
Hey, you think you think Don Tolliver followed DJ Mustard's studio rules? <laughs> All right, I, I keep playing. Like the like, bro, the rules is like, crazy, man. Like, 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 like number one, don't come in here if you fucking ugly. If you ugly, if you ugly, don't come in. I, I think Don Tolliver broke that rule. But oh man, that's I fucked up. Yeah, so if I don't know you, don't take pictures. <laughs> if I do not know you, that shit's weird. Don't take pictures. <laughs> no, don't be on no negative Nancy bullshit. No, oh, I'm sorry. No negative Nancy bitch shit. <laughs> Bro, the rules is crazy. I was like, he actually said that. Yeah, that shit funny as fuck. Uh, our favorite, Conway, dropped something. I know you weren't really feeling it. Um, yeah. You know, you, you're looking for something different. I like him to stay in this pocket. It's called Piano Love, Conway the Machine. I mean, I get it. Alright, I, I asked you this before. You gotta you gotta what's top to bottom? What's the tier from Griselda? Just uh, right, the three. Right now it's it's I mean Which I still I, I still think uh, uh as far as music released this year, it's it's gotta be, it's gotta, it's gotta be Westside, right? No, I, it's I mean, got, it, as far I don't know as, because Westside always comes out with more music than any, any of them. No, I always comes about, out with more. In total, if we're doing like an aggregate score, right? We 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 totaling up like um, productivity nah. in terms of how much music they release themselves. No, 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 no. I want you to just tell me who who do you like best out of those three? Because we yeah, Wes is gonna okay. win that every well, today, time. Well, today it's Westside Gun, Conway, then Benny. Today, okay. okay. Today, it's always uh, I always got West October, last, of course. But. Yeah, October thirteenth, two thousand twenty-one. It's Westside, Conway, and Benny. Uh, when Tana Talk Four drop, that that that's gonna switch, right? When God don't make mistakes drop, that's gonna switch around a little. Well, bit, the right? thing is, the thing is, I think Benny is more. What's the word I'm looking for? He has. He, well, it's not just that, but he has more uh, sounds. He's more versatile. Yeah, he's more versatile than Conway. Like, I think what, what album was that when Conway actually had different beats on it? I was like, thank you. It's about time. Um, I forgot whatever it takes. That's the it one was- where he did the um, uh, one of my favorite joints to uh, shit. Um, the joint that Crisis produced. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So uh, I was I was actually happy they did that, but I always think Benny is more versatile than that. Yeah, uh, Benny Benny seems to to lock in with other pro- producers. I mean, obviously he did the Harry Fraud, the Alchemist, the the Hit Boy. Like he's you know he's he's really you know. Uh, Switch it up. It came to a god. That's what that's the one yeah. I like. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and for Kanye and Conway's credit, like, you know, he, he locks in with Big Ghost Limited and um Yeah, he does a lot with them. Yeah, and um and you know, Alchemist from time to time, like that that Lulu project was really good. Um, it grew on me because at first when it came out, I was like, eh, all right, but you know, as I started to listen to it more. And that's when I that's when I discovered uh, Stove God. 
Cause I was like, oh shit, Stove got a song on here. That's pretty dope. Uh, man, that day like makes me laugh every time. I want to put that on something. Just put Stove God Cook somewhere. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> that shit dope. Like this um, shit. Don't, this don't sound like no Derringer shit. You know what I'm saying? That's what I'm saying. Like it's finally they get out their element. Like I'm like, come on now, like do something else. You can't do the yeah. same thing for the last five years. Right. Like people get bored of that shit. At least that's how I feel about it. You gotta salute me. I'm in red form. I'm back in my devil's reject bag. You gotta rebuke me. You gotta excuse me. I'm the new Jim Jones Cabo and Louie. That's why I was gonna say the song. Yeah, this was uh this was kind of you know this was kind of you know that the direction of that album though because there's a lot of different sounding shit on. No, I said what was the name of that song because I thought uh, you was gonna say it on there. Called, oh, I'm sorry. It's called Jesus Crisis. Uh, Crisis spelled like Crisis the producer. Yeah. Um. Actually, it's funny because I didn't really start listening to Conway until I heard him on uh, Knife Wonders Jamla album. Right? He had a he had a, a verse on there with uh, damn I can't remember I can't remember who else was on the song, but um, oh well. But yeah, you uh, I used to I used to get them mixed up with each other when they used to uh, rap. I couldn't tell the difference between Benny and and Conway. Oh, I mean, I, yeah, I could tell the difference between them two. They they sound different, you know? <laughs> I'm talking about if you just start listening to them, like who, which ones, who? who uh... Yeah, this jungle's called Machine and McQueen. It's on the jam. Oh, I see. Yeah. Motherfucking sucker ducker. It's hard on a pimp down the gangster and a trucker. Understand me? Ray Charles with Black, but yeah, did Hope you can see what this movie going Told you it ain't safe for you. I got the shooter on the chase for you. Took a few thousand out the safe for you. Five bullets in the 38 for you. I know these niggas ain't loyal. That's a snake for you. Plug hit me, said I got a plate for you. This mellow shit. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't know if Benny can do this. You crazy. You crazy. Benny can get anything. We'll see you on 10 Talk 4, right? Yeah, let me see on Tony Talk for. Let me see one of my favorite Conway songs. We'll I gotta find it. I gotta find it. He 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 like <laughs> he got some I, good shit. I, I was hmm. I don't know what you're looking for. Now like you can play it. <laughs> I can tell you to play it, nigga. <laughs> I can tell you to play it. Oh, half of it. I like that. I like. I really like that. So that's one of my favorite ones. It it's off of "Look What I Become." Became um, half of it. Copy. You know, got the snares, you know. So that shit hard. Really it made me really like Conway. Yeah, this is yeah, when he first got into his little double time. Yeah, yeah, this is where I, I was really fucking this. Rapper. So stressed out, lady, nigga, you don't even know the half of it. My homie just finished 10 years of his prison sentence. That ain't even half of it. I just mm. up another brick before it even dry. So half of it. The plug love me. He ain't got a front me. I got all his money. Not the uh, Griselda's primed to have a big fourth quarter. Um, you know, we quite possibly could get both God Don't Make Mistakes and Tana Talk 4 if they feeling froggy. Uh, I think I think rap needs that right now because the, the last good rap album that came out this year can't be Drake or Kanye. I, I refuse to let that happen. No, I don't think it's going to happen. No, I, don't, I think something else is going to start. It's going to come out. Like, I, I keep talking about hopefully Rick Ross or somebody comes out. 
Like, please. That's true. That's true. Like, um, yeah, stop playing around. For sure. Um, but that's about it for music. Uh, let's transition to our last segment. We're talking about TV. Uh, it's real short this week. I mean, I watched BMF. I, I actually didn't get to see it, man. I, I, I missed okay. it. Was it good? Uh, yeah, pretty good. Uh, that nigga Lamar. Uh, I don't know if you've seen all the well, the last episode. Yeah, I don't know if you've seen all the memes, but uh, it, it, the the most popular one I've seen around is like if Black Air Force Ones was a person, <laughs> like he moving greasy like that. Bro, he was wild the last episode. <laughs> like, come on, now. like he was like I was scared of when I first saw. I was like, what's wrong with this man? Right. So I mean, I I didn't get to see it, but uh, I'm definitely gonna try to watch it. Maybe tonight. Uh, yeah, I might try to watch it tonight. Copy. You watch anything else this weekend? I, I told you, uh, James Bond. Yeah, Bond. I, I didn't go see it, but uh, you gave it good reviews, didn't you? Yeah, man. I thought about it. I'm gonna give it. Well, I usually do five hundred guns. I'd probably give it like a four and a half out okay. of five. All right. It was. It wasn't your typical James Bond movie. I think it was more on that. Um, Mission Impossible shit. It was more on that kind of level. Like, so I mean, it was like it had action. It had a it way more comedy than I expected it to be. But it wasn't like Venom comedy. It was like like situational funny shit. But it definitely had a lot of action in it. They tried to get a little technical on it, but it was it was good. Like the movie was really good. Good. It, I like I said, it was long as shit, but it was good. Huh? Yeah, yeah, I look forward to going to see that. I'm, I'm probably going to go on Friday because I got the day off. So uh, I'll probably uh, swing through the movie theater in the morning. They said there's an after credit scene, but it's really not. So don't don't stay. What do you mean it's really not? Uh, so it just says... at the, uh, Go ahead. So it just says... So I looked it up. I, I do this at every movie theater. After the movie, I sit there and wait, and I just pull it up in my phone to see if it's after credit scene, and it, it and it told me it is, and then I read through it, and it just says James Bond will return. Got you. That's it, because you know this is Daniel Craig's last movie is Bond, right. so right. people probably think, oh, they're not gonna have James Bond anymore, or whatever. But oh, okay. yeah, that 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 counts as an extra uh, after credit scene, which is Got stupid. You. So don't, don't sit there and wait. But it was yeah, it was extremely good. Um, when are you trying to go see it? I'm probably gonna go on Friday. I got that. Oh, okay. So, uh, okay. yeah, I'll probably go see it then. Uh, other things I watched, I mean, uh, the usual, I caught up on American Rust. It's getting pretty good. Um, how many episodes were that? Is it, you know, uh, how many total is going to be? I believe it's five right now. Probably a total of like nine I mean, show, show, Showtime does like nine, 10, whatever. So, uh-huh. we'll see. Uh, Succession's coming back soon. I'll keep saying that. Uh, what else did I watch? Yeah, I keep saying the commercial. Now, is Succession, is that the comedy with all the. Uh, it's yeah. a it's a dark comedy. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I saw the commercial again. They be they show a lot of it on HBO or it's not HBO. Uh, Showtime, right? Or no, it's HBO. Oh, it is. Okay. I, I see it a lot. I see a lot of commercials about it. Yeah, it's good. Uh, it's a good show. Um, I think I was I was late to it. Um, but I binged it last season and uh, I'm up to date on it. So can't of wait course. for that. Um and uh, let's see. I think that's about it. I didn't really watch much this weekend. Between the John um, shit. Yeah, I've been, so. <laughs> I've been real busy, but uh, oh, Insecure oh, comes out this weekend. Oh, it do come back this weekend. That's right. Uh, bl- uh, Black Civil War, but you can't say that on Facebook. Uh, it's returning. <laughs> it's returning once again. 
I see you looking out for me on Facebook. <laughs> you said, and listen, listen, I'm just trying to keep you out of trouble, dog. That's all. Like, you can't say insightful shit like Civil War on Facebook. That's going to bring all the, the red caps and American flag dog abbeys to your mention. I don't get it, man. I don't get it. Someone's after me. Someone is after me. I can't say nothing on there without going yeah. to Facebook, Jim. Yeah, dog, you got to chill out, dog. You got to chill out. Um, but, uh, but yeah, um, that's about all. Oh, I did want to touch on, the, on one thing. Uh, this weekend, I watched a battle rap event on Saturday. Um and uh it was it was called super fight uh which is like kind of a series of battle rap events and uh the headliner was supposed to be a female battle between uh a rapper named miss hustle and another uh, another female rapper named coffee um now this battle has been pushed back a couple of times throughout this year mm-hmm. and, uh, and finally it was supposed to go down these women do not like each other at all <laughs> Um and so well, was, I understand where all this beef comes from. Like, where does this beef well, actually come from? Sometimes it's street shit. Sometimes it's like, you know, because somebody you know said something. I mean, uh, battle rap is kind of wrestling as well. Um, but in this this the this matchup, it it was very tense. Like the tension was so thick in the room. And oh, was, really? In fact, the like the the whole card. I think it was like maybe four or five battles on that card was lacking right like the whole card was really lacking but everybody wanted to stay around for the main event and even like so the main event started late right because coffee got there but miss hustle was like 30 minutes late right and so you know they're trying to fill time and and provide analysis on the battle so far in the night and then coffee comes on on the camera is like miss hustle where are you you fucking clown oh man and then, uh, and then maybe twenty, uh, maybe fifteen minutes later, they, you know, they kicked it over to the battle for them to battle. Now, uh, there was an agreement that there was no, there was going to be no crowd in the room when they were battling, so that everybody can hear their lines and there's not a whole bunch of gassing from each other's entourage and shit like that. And um, I guess there was another agreement that, hey, you gonna rap over there? I'm gonna rap over here because we already almost got physical once. We don't want to we don't want to, you know, you know, promote any kind of fight on the platform because um, they're on this white man's platform called caffeine. And so they don't want to lose no bags because niggas fighting on there. So, um, you know, coffee does her first round, like even at the, the coin toss to see who goes first. Like nobody wanted to call it like, bitch, I've been here for 40 minutes. And you just showed up late. You call it. And, you know, it was it was tension. <laughs> promise you like i'd never seen no tension like this in a battle rap before <laughs> that's uh, funny bitch you call it yeah and so uh finally coffee just started rapping right and mm-hmm. like the 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 disappointing thing about this is that like they were like this this really like i think the battle rap fans were cool with the entertainment for the night but this really could have been one of the battles of the year between these two ladies and i'm talking about battle of the year dudes included um oh, is that good? their first two rounds were amazing like hmm. both of them was was saying some shit you know what i'm saying like uh coffee came out with her first round she stayed on her side of the room did her round wrapped to the camera shit like that um and then hustle went and then hustle like coffee started like hustle went over into coffee's area and coffee started walking around like walking through smack and and beasley whoever was up there uh, and Hustle was just following her, barking at her, barking at her. And then she ended her round short. She's like, bitch, I'm not going to do this following you around, blah, blah, blah. 
And then uh, Coffee's like, yo, we agreed. We're not going to be in each other's spaces. You rap over there, I'm rapping over here. That's how we're going to give it up. But just when, just at the end of Hustle's second rap, right? Because uh, Coffee rapped first, so she rapped her first and second. And then Hustle rapped her first. And then at, right after her, her, uh, her, her second, like, was starting to wrap up, like, the stream just dropped. The stream just, like, ended, right? Everybody's still in the chat, like, what the fuck happened? Like, I'm on, I'm on Twitter, like, oh, these bitches get it popping. Like, did they start fighting? They start fighting, they cut it off, right? And so, um, you know, I was going on the Instagram because Coffee actually went uh live on Instagram, and she was like, yeah, uh, the power went out or whatever, right? So I was like, okay, the power went out, cool, cool. Um, and uh, but you know, it was like, like I said, it could have been the battle of the year if they were allowed to finish. Um, but I do think it's best that the power went out because there, there was some real tension in there. Like, like coffee was waiting, like Miss Hustle and her were staying at the same hotel and coffee was on Instagram live in the car, waiting at the entrance for coffee to show her for, for Miss Hustle to show up. You know what I'm saying? Like, she's like, yeah, this bitch had all this energy. So I'm not trying to lose my money fighting her during the battle. So I'm waiting for her at the hotel. Like if she had, oh, all damn. That, like she had all that energy, we could have, we could have squashed it. Now keep in mind. Okay, coffee's a crip from LA. Uh, okay, okay. Now you explained it. Now you explained it. Sorry, I should have led with this. Yeah, yes, you should have led with that. And and Miss Hustle is a gorilla stone from New York. Uh Gorilla Stones, famously uh, you know, of uh Casanova fame. Uh it's a see. blood set. See, see, okay, see, you gotta eat with that. You can't say that after like, I mean, I mean no, you gotta say one's I mean, a crip, one's a you know, blood, I mean, like so, and the opposite of John Gruden, I wanted to, to to give these ladies their credit for being gangster before wrapping off of their credentials in terms of who they're associated with. You know what I'm saying? So I wanted to do that at least. I'm not a massage noirist, okay? Uh, that's that's a word. Look it up. Um, but uh, but yeah. So, but like I said, it, this this really could have been the battle of the year if they were allowed to finish. But I can I I think it's best for everybody involved that the power went out and we cut the feed because it was about to be fireworks in there. Like they were still, they were still harboring uh, some, some, some feelings um, because this battle kept getting pushed back. And then of course they were talking shit to promo it and maybe somebody went a little far and you know, there's that. But uh, also in battle rap news, uh, Drake is actually doing a battle rap card at the end of October uh, and they released the lineup. Um, it's supposed to be some pretty good battles, but the big highlight, uh, and this was breaking news today, uh, Murder Mook was supposed to battle somebody on that card, but they couldn't come to an agreement. So Murder Mook is officially off of the Drake card. So the big the big draw, uh, I, I suppose, for like the casual battle rap fan was Murder, you know, was probably Murder Mook to be on that mm-hmm. card, but he's not going to be on that card. So I'm interested to see what kind of replacements they got because. Right now, that Drake card has some pretty good battles on it. Um, but, you know, if you're in the battle rap community, you probably, you know, you want to see these battles. So I'm still excited for the event. Um, it, it's definitely not it's definitely not going to be anything like the event this past weekend. I can tell you that. Um, and I'm not saying that just because it was women beefing. But uh, but, you know, I don't think sexist. I don't think anybody, <laughs> I don't think anybody holds that kind of animosity towards anybody in this in this particular on this particular card so you have that but uh but yeah man um you know just decided i would you know if if, if there was anything i watched this weekend battle rap was it so 
uh, looking forward to that card at the end of October. I believe there's an event before then, but actually, no, there isn't. So, yeah, because we're in the middle of October now until the fight just happened. So, um, so yeah, that's the last big event until I believe there's going to be some smaller events in November and December to round out the year. So uh, they'll start getting together, you know, their list for Battle Rapper of the Year, Battle of the Year, uh, Champion of the Year, Women, women uh, Battler of the Year, shit like that. Uh, so it's going to be a busy time in battle rap uh, to round out the year. So um, other than that, I'm tapped out. You got anything else? Anything else you want to get off your mind, brother? Yeah, man. I was going to wait till the end. I'm doing it now. Okay. I ain't going to be doing too much of this fucking losing hey, the fantasy hey, man, football. Hey, back, back. I'm not doing wait too minute, much of this. Minute, wait a minute. Wait a minute. I want the people to hear what you got to say. You got to get that mic out your face, bro. My bad. Okay. My bad. Pause. Right, go ahead. Go ahead. Right there. Right there. I'm not going to be doing too much of this fucking losing anymore in this fantasy football. I'm go telling ahead. you that right now. It is October 13th. That shit's going in. I'm tired of this shit right now. I'm tired of averaging 140 points and still losing. Mm. You whooped my ass last week, and I still, I mean, I held strong. You beat my ass. I'll give you credit, but. Yeah. This shit gonna stop now. I, my team is too fucking good to be losing. <laughs> it's too good. That's right. Shut up. <laughs> hey, look, man. You know what I'm saying? I didn't even realize you was four and one, and that pissed me off. That pissed me oh, off. And one, okay? Yeah, but you 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 had a big lead on me last year, and then I came and took it. That's true. So. That's true. That's true. Yeah, I, I told you to make some not, moves. I'm you got gonna, cocky and and, and stayed. You stayed with your team. I was like, hey, you better make some moves. All right. Hey, I made I made a move, didn't I? And it worked out in my favor. Leonard Fournette for Clyde, Clyde uh, Edwards Hilaire. And, look and then he on, got hurt. Look bum. who on IR. Look who on Fucking IR. bum. He's he's a bum. He's yeah. a bum. Yeah. He, he's a bum. Like, but you that. know, I'm 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 trying to stay 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 positive. Uh, I could use some help. At, at I I think. Well, you know, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna discuss a uh, uh, fantasy football strategy on here, but yeah, see, I don't understand this. I don't understand this. Like, I'm the fantasy guru. I'm the guru. I try to help people. You don't. You don't. <laughs> you don't like to listen to me, which I don't understand. I tell other I'm people certain one. things. What? What's up? Huh? I'm four and one. Well, you know, but fuck, what are you talking I, about? Fuck I, fuck, I, fuck, fuck! I gotta listen to you for because we already have a history of me being a better. You know. We're going to say at the end of the season. Forget it. I mean, you Forget lasted it. one round more than me in the playoffs. Did I? Yeah. I what lost, round was that? I lost. We both lost to the same person. Did we? Yeah. Doesn't matter. Okay. Exactly. <laughs> Doesn't matter. My team is my team is a great, and we just, you know, we're going to have a talk. I'm going to have to talk to them in practice. Huh? We gonna, I'm, I'm, I'm going to talk to my team. Right, okay. like we we're gonna be practicing. Uh, tell tell your sorry ass quarterback to throw the ball to Dan Waller. Like I'm tired of seeing this shit. That's true. Your your quarterback prop or your your team. You talking to your team? Your team. Probably. One leg. <laughs> the fuck out of here, y'all. All right. Well, this has been another episode of the Baseless Banner. The Baseless Banner, you son of a bitch. Podcast. We got to figure out like a sign off. I, I like that. I like I like that. You know that. Bitch at the end, but we gotta put something bitch. in front of that. You know, what I'm well, we gotta think of something too, man. Yeah, we we gotta have something. You gotta any uh, shout you gotta any shout outs to get up out here. Nah, man, fuck y'all. All right, hey, well, I want to I want to shout out this bitch I work with, man. Hopefully, you know, what I'm saying you can get your stuff together, so I don't have to 
do a whole bunch of work throughout throughout the day. <laughs> this lazy motherfucker. This man. This man to, works two hours a day, and he talks a minute, hour to work. Let me, get, let me get my shit off, uh, so I don't have to wait. You know what? This is gonna be a new segment to end the podcast. We're gonna end it angry every week. How about that? Uh, you said angry. You know what really grinds my gears, you know? When somebody, when somebody is unexpectedly out of the office, but then somebody else got to back them up, right? And you try to back them up, but they ain't no notes. They ain't no, they ain't no kind of paper trail for what they got going on. You getting hit left and right with 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 obnoxious shit. You like dog, like. You really talking to me about you telling some someone leave you down, but you barely be working. <laughs> you barely be working. I mean, look, I've I've gotten good enough in my job to be able to plan my day accordingly. I'm able to do the task that I'm responsible for in an in an efficient manner and in a manner that doesn't have any kind of impact on my clients, uh, but positive and allows me to do pretty much what I want to do throughout the day. Uh, you you, you watch your movies by 9 o'clock and you and get then, up at 6.30. Like, come on now. This is ridiculous. Phones, hey, that's what I'm saying, though, right? Like, if you organize like me, you already know what you got going on as soon as you log in, right? As soon as you log in, you got a laundry list of things that you've got to get done, right? And those things don't take me more than 15 minutes because I've been doing this for seven years. You know what I'm saying? So, like, I'll be doing... Look, I'll... I'll do one request, bang, get that shit up out of here. Do another request, bang, bang, get that shit out of here. Respond to an email, bang, get that shit out of here. Before you know it, it's 9.30, and I ain't done, you know what I'm saying? I'm, I'm done with it. It's everything. 9.30, you on your third show. It's what I, I've done what I need to do, and I'm getting out. But when people who don't show up to work and don't leave no notes about what they got going on, and when my manager said, hey, yo, Todd, you think you can back up so-and-so? And I'll be like, nah. And then he give it to the new girl. And of course, the new girl going to ask me questions. You know what I'm saying? Like, it, it's, 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 just, it's just unprofessional. You know what I'm saying? Like, I feel like, I feel like I'm owed an apology. You feel me? So I'm a, I'm a, I sent a shady email to end the day. So I hopefully. <laughs> he said I sent a shady email. <laughs> hopefully, hopefully there's no repercussions uh, when I log in tomorrow morning. Like. Hopefully, I'm able to log in tomorrow morning. You feel me? But you know, it had to be said. Had to be said. You you got it now. Yeah, I did some. I did something real petty. I I went through her her pipeline of work, and I gave notes on all the packages. I said, "You ain't submit this. Boom. Where we at with this? Boom. And this needs action. Boom. You know what I'm saying to the whole team. So uh, we'll see what happens when I log in tomorrow. I might. I might might have a message from my manager or something. But well, shout out to what. Well, I was going to say, or she probably, you know, looking at her email and she going to take it to HR talking about like, like some serious shit. Like, get that nigger out of here. <laughs> so, so it's, it's really, a deal, it's really a dealer's choice when I log in tomorrow. So we'll see. Go ahead. Get your shout out, man. My fault. No, nah, I was just going to say shout out to my wife. We had family up here and she cooked for everybody. So that's what's up. What's she made? I uh, just made breakfast. Uh, we ate out, not ate out, but uh, my my cousin made some steaks uh, okay. Saturday, and she cooked breakfast that morning. So shout okay. out to her. Okay, shout out Nicole. Shout out. Or shout out sorry, I don't know if I'm supposed to say her name on here. But yeah, I, I said Nicole. Before. Shout out yeah. wifey. You feel me? That's right. That's right. She keep me fat. That's right. That's right. You know, Paul, you can keep yourself fat if you cook every once in a while. You feel me? I cook sometimes. All right. What are you talking All about? right. Well, thank you. Uh, <laughs> Just good last week. Thank you for joining. 
I just cooked last week. Don't try to set me up. Look at you. Don't try to set me up. <laughs> Bitch. We out of here. Y'all enjoy. Until next time. Peace. Episode 18. Holler at us, right? Ah, yeah. See? I guess. <laughs> You're not, not going to end it? I'm, I'm here for you, dog. Nah, you try to set me up. <laughs> no, hands are right here. Hands, hands up where you can see them. Go ahead and end the podcast, man. You're supposed to end it a certain way. Hey, I was going to say follow us on Facebook. Yes, the, I don't think we, where your hands at? <laughs> uh, we'll see y'all next time. Bitch. <laughs> Spotify, iTunes, all of that. Bitch. <laughs> you